all the, the scene with the trainer dude with the cup hard master you know but hard master yeah. yeah i thought that's what it was that's such a terrible anyway terrible name yes what does that mean anyway uh you know what it means <laughs> yeah you know what it means. of course that's his that's his secret he's always hard yeah <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the What's Our Verdict podcast, where we fashion ourselves cinematic judge and jury. My name is JJ Crowder. I'm here with my co-host, Matt Einer. Better red than dead. Javier Ortiz. What is up, my nerds? And Ian Anderson. I'm shit. We appreciate your help growing the podcast. Go ahead and hit that follow or subscribe button. Tell a friend about us. Go check out our website, whatsoverdict.com, where you can listen to all of our episodes, sign up for a newsletter, get exclusive content and updates, pick up some sweet, sweet merch, and interact with us. The question we always ask is if you ever find yourself wondering if you should spend the time, money, or both on a movie. To open that question, each week we put a movie on trial, discuss the facts, pass judgment, and let you know our verdict. Today we're reviewing Snake Eyes. It was released July 23rd, 2021. It was written by Evan Spiliotopoulos and Joe Shrapnel. It was directed by Robert Schwenke. It stars Henry Golding, Andrew Koji, Haruka Abe, Takehiro Hira, Eri Ishida, Iko Uai, Peter Mensa, Ursula Corbero, and Samara Weaving. I love all these names, and then you get Peter Mensa. And we'll talk about that. As Go home, Peter. Movie too. You know, shit. Um, after witnessing, witnessing his father's murder based on a dice roll, Snake Eyes accepts an offer from a Yakuza boss, which leads him down an unexpected path. If you haven't seen this movie and you want to avoid spoilers, go ahead and pause it. Go watch the movie. Come back, pick up where you left off. If you want to know if you should go see this movie without spoilers, go to YouTube. Look up What's Our Verdict. Check out our spoiler-free review where we'll tell you whether you should go see this movie or not and argue about random things as well. With that, let's jump in, guys. I have to bring up right out the gate. This movie started out really cool to me. Like, I enjoyed the opening scene with him as a kid and his dad was a little dark, a little heavy. I was like, okay, we're getting somewhere. I started to enjoy like where it cut to him in this like street fight kind of this fight ring kind that of thing. That was a cool until, cut. Yeah. And and then I, lo- I I started to get a little fearful when they bounced his head off of a concrete block. Yeah. And he yeah, barely like, oh, had any dead. blood. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Where's the dent in his skull? Yeah, his dude got Kind of like when ass. Black Widow got hit by an RPG. You know, it's like kind of at that level. There it well, is. In, in this movie, you couldn't really tell how hard his head bounced because the shaky camera angle. You're like, oh, maybe it hit like his chin. I don't know. Ugh. This dude got his ass beat. He took a flying knee from like a 250 pound dude. <laughs> didn't move, didn't try to defend himself. I'm like, I've literally seen that knock people out before. Yeah. Like, okay. And it wasn't like, I, a what was the game plan? Blow. Yeah. No, it was, you hear the crunch. It's like, ah. Yeah. Full like, on in his the, nose and jaw. Right. Dude, that dude's knee was as big as his head. Could have taken his whole head off. Right. Um, we we I, don't know. The crowd could have been betting that he how long he could take a beating and then win, and then he cashed out. Okay, that's fair. Because that's what yeah. I was wondering. Because they started throwing like weapons down there. Yeah. I'm like, oh, was he just waiting for weapons to like have a better advantage? And then he just like like a thousand punches him, and I'm like, oh, okay. So you could have 
beat this dude up whenever you want. I'm confused. Like, what? Do, yeah. why'd, you, why'd you have your head hit against a cement block if you could yeah. do this the whole time? Well, in my head, I'm going, so why did this fight scene have to go so weird? Like, why couldn't it just be this big dude's beating his ass in a survivable, stay-on-your-feet-ish kind of way? Why does it got to make me go, dude, this guy just died four times, and he doesn't even have a bloody nose? Like, I, it was, yeah, I was like, oh, shit. Now I see what we're in for for the next two hours and ten. Do these fights exist? Because if they do, like, Javier, maybe this is the next thing for you. Yes. No. The next step for me is taking a <laughs> legitimate title and going to an underground mafia fight. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like... The death. Fighting to the death. Yeah. <laughs> I will say I do appreciate that they showed that he can fight from the beginning, right? Yeah. Like he spent his whole life learning how to fight and they didn't try to p- pitch to me that he joined a league of ninjas and learned how to fight in one week. And now suddenly he can keep up with people who have been fighting their whole lives, right? Because that is yeah. a trope oh. that's used often. To, to counter that, though, he definitely didn't have any practice in the sword and he picked that up lickety split. We don't know that. Maybe he's been fighting with the sword all the time. It did seem like his choice of weapon was the chain because he uses that like four times in the movie. (laughs) Which he just swings around like it doesn't weigh anything. Uh, Also, I'm a little confused. Can katanas cut through chains or can they not? Because Uh, Javier beat me to it. (laughs) It bothered me so much. So it actually because he stops a blow to the face. (laughs) <laughs> with a chain but that cuts through the other dude's chains like it's butter it's just a it's just a lesser made blade there actually are katana blades out there that can cut through chains but it does a wicked amount of damage to the actual blade i can't remember that there's a, so there's what's the movie with the oh jesus quentin tarantino movie where, kill, bill? Kill, kill bill the guy that makes the sword in kill bill actually makes real swords and they're unbelievably can cut through most anything, but you would do a lot of damage to your blade by cutting through a chain if it can. So what the, the cool thing one? about like the Asian war movies is that they show when they're fighting, they show like chips in their katanas from when they're like pairing and striking. And I'm like, yeah. that's a cool little, little touch. So anyway, this was not one yeah. of those movies. It didn't yeah, pay attention insane. to that detail. <laughs> And apparently you can wield swords, but you can't shoot people. (laughs) If I'm the bad guys and I have just a bunch of like, like automatic rifles with ACOG sights. And I know those guys will only use swords. uh, (laughs) Yeah. I'm, 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 pull through their wall just like they did and then I'm, wa- I'm walking into their city and i'm just shooting everyone like, i don't yeah, understand what the the conflict was we've seen uh, it before indiana jones someone waves around a sword you just shoot him in the chest exactly fair however i was i thought of you javier when we were watching this movie because twice they reloaded in a realistic time frame I did. I did see that, actually. She she checks her mag first. I was like, why would you check your mag if you're empty? But OK, sure. And then the one, the one that I had a problem with, though, is in the beginning when he hides his son, he's like, don't move, whatever you do. Right. And then he walks out into the hallway and then he racks around into his his handgun. And I'm like, you didn't have one chambered this whole time. Like you're convinced someone's here to kill you and you wait till now. 
Like you wake up your son before you chamber around. I always have a round chambered. I walk around with a round chambered. Are you? Come on, man. Oh, it's funny. I had a feeling you'd pick up on that one. So my reloading beef, though, was when the Baroness, like, reloads for Scarlet. That was just weird to me. Yeah, it was a little odd. Wait, did I miss that? What'd you do? Yeah, never let somebody else reload your weapon. That's just a good rule to live by. Yeah, Yeah, never let the leader of Cobra reload your weapon for you. Yeah, at the end. They should be buddy-buddy. Yeah, no shit. Oh, hey, we're in a bad situation. Let's be friends for 10 minutes and work together. Okay, so this actually brings you, up... I'm glad you said this, Ian. What do you guys think of their one F word in this movie? Such a waste. I don't even remember it. <laughs> it was Baroness, and they're yeah. like fighting uh, the main bad guy, and at one point she's taking cover, and she's like, oh, fuck this, and then she leaves. Uh, and I was like, that's actually kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> Ian leaned over to me because I had just said they got to get something in. I don't even remember what I said. What was it? Do you go remember Ian? Joe. Yeah, oh, it was yeah. the go Joe. Yeah, they put in. So Snake Eyes walks up to the group and he looks over at, at Scarlet and he says, yo, Joe. And I was like, oh, shit. They had to get that line in there, didn't they? And then yeah. he, she says. Not even the line. Yeah. And she says, fuck this. And he goes, they had to get that one in there, too. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. The- the yo Joe one bothered me. I'm like, that's not, you can't get close enough, right? Like, yeah. but when would you yeah. use it, right? Because if you try to force it, then you get like a Avengers Endgame where you have Captain America that's like Avengers Assemble. And you're like, that's the stupidest line delivery I've ever heard. God. When you I watch videos like of people, dude, what I've seen videos of people applauding that, and I'm like, the bar is so low for Marvel. Marvel is like that toxic girlfriend that you have that, like, if she gives you, like, if she compliments your shoes, you're like, she's the one. We need to get married. Like, that's how low this abusive relationship is between Marvel and its fans. Like, well, oh. If you guys need help, let me know, because I'm here right. for you. Did you get that out of your system? You're good now? Yeah, I'm good now. <laughs> you weren't here for Black Widow, so you had to get your Marvel rant in. I appreciate it. I'm all for I'm There's probably for a it. few more. I'd be honest, because there's a lot, of, a lot of parallels between Snake Eyes and Marvel movies. But, yeah. <laughs> so... I will say this. The one thing that got me with this movie early on is once you realize, because I wasn't expecting, which I should have been, I guess, maybe, but I wasn't expecting this whole twist of when Snake Eyes goes to this compound with Tommy, who would become eventually Storm Shadow, he's the bad guy. Like, I didn't see like him working undercover for Yakuza when he got there. Like, I just thought this was going to be a straightforward, he was an asshole at first. Because he had this traumatic event with his dad, and then he goes in and he learns how to become Snake Eyes, right? Get better at his fighting skills, become the ninja. So I was, it kind of got me. I was like, oh shit, he's the bad guy in this movie, kind of, which is kind of cool. If it weren't for the rest of the movie, it would have been really kind of cool. So that part actually got me, and I liked the idea of this conflict that he was having with himself. Of I like what this outfit of ninjas does i like i'm trying to become a better person but at the same time like my need for revenge is so strong that i'm willing to betray all these people that i'm actually respect and want to be like i liked that twisty i just wish the rest of the movie around it had been as good as that storyline because it wasn't but i liked that storyline quite a bit that he wasn't the good guy until the end it's something it's often you see that someone like snake guys go through with the act of giving the thing away and then 
then after the fact, he obviously made the decision not to kill the guy. But usually it's as they're about to do that thing and potentially giving away what they need to to get that, then they always – they don't do it. And they're like, oh, no, like I have to be better. I can't do this. But he went through the act, gave them the thing that destroyed that whole clan basically. And then he realized, oh, I need to fix this thing. And, and I could appreciate that because he really was driven by his rage. And I was like, oh, I don't feel like I see that in a movie very often where – it's usually they stop right before that happens. So yeah. I had to give them kudos for that because to me that was unique and you never really see that. I I just feel like while that was such a like the storyline itself was super interesting, they were it was just so distracting. Like there were so many things that happened in this movie that took away from that. And I, whether it was like Houdini's sword box of a car that they're shoving all these things into, or the three giant and crash that are and then crash, yeah, like. <laughs> It just, it's unfortunate that they had like this good solid idea and just weren't able to capitalize on it uh, because they went too outlandish. But yeah, I, so I was trying to decide how I feel about how I felt about that twist, JJ. And I think that Ian nailed it. It's like the rest of the story was just too complicated that I, that I don't think I could really appreciate how cool of a concept the main character was a bad guy uh-huh. thing was like. I don't know. Cause yeah, even little things like the dice. Oh, they're loaded. I'm like, of course they're fucking loaded. He's yeah. he's, he's a bad guy yeah. and he bets everything on the roll of the of the dice. Like, of course they're loaded. But they have a whole scene where he discovers that they're loaded and he gets re-angry. Yeah. <laughs> it's just little things like that throughout the whole movie. I'm like, why? Yeah, and it's because they they stray so it's like Ian said, because Ian slyly under the radar brought up these giant fucking anacondas that moved like they weighed two pounds and i'm like dude a snake that big like i've seen real anacondas in a zoo move at half the like, speed yeah they bear unless they're in water and even in water they move slow these fucking things weigh a hundred pounds in real life like an actual anaconda are the biggest bodied snake in the world they're not the longest but the biggest body they get up to like 100 to 150 pounds they don't move fast it's like a fat kid trying to run on a race like me. It doesn't work. I don't move that fast. So when these big-ass snakes that have to weigh 10,000 pounds at the size of them move like they don't weigh anything, I was like, come on. Not like rattlesnakes. Yeah, seriously. Yes. Oh. It, was a, it was a basculus. They were brothers of the basculus from Harry Potter. That's what I thought. There you like, go. That's are, literally what I, Nicole said. Yeah, I just yeah. when you have a when you have a jewel that you can also hold and just light things on fire and make people explode. I don't know, like just throw the throw the the, the snakes in there and call it good. Like whatever, <laughs> we just had too much going on. Sure, but I had to live with the snakes before I got to the fire rock. That's <laughs> true. Right? Yeah, you why had, snakes? You had to live with the name was snake guy. That's all that it, 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 it's the only reason. Was it, oh, we have snake eyes. We got to put some snakes in this shit. Yeah, it's like okay. so annoying. Yeah, I'm like, you you already explained the snake eyes thing. It's uh, yeah, it's the dice. Like what? It has yeah. nothing to do with it snakes. Literally has nothing. And to I'm do like, with snakes. <laughs> at what point are we like? What kind of backwards community has three giant anacondas just in a pit? And what? Do and they're they like, eat? they're they eat oh, all the other people. 
Yeah, weren't you listening? Yeah. Only twenty percent passed, so they just hunt yeah. hundred people down there a month. And well, what do you do? <laughs> take half of Japan into this fucking clan? Like, it's... do you think these people sign away? Do they sign away their rights and like sign a will, like to go to this training program? Yeah. Like, this dude has blood, biologic locks, and they're still hucking people in pits with snakes. There's got to be a better way to test skill. The amount of initiates you would need to feed these snakes and keep them that size and moving at that pace, it would be J- Japanese genocide. You would have to recruit the entire country and maybe China. Well, maybe that's why really the country is getting so old because they only have a lot of old people, not a lot of young people. They're drinking by the snakes. That's what it is. Yeah, that part pissed me off. It, it, there was no reason for that part in this movie at all it, it just and that was like the final for me like that was the breaking point of this movie when they hugged him down this pit and when he went down his pit and it's got these these snakes came out i was like oh my what the f- is going on like there's no point yeah. in these fucking snakes so i will scary. say the challenge the villain like when the villain gets down in that pit and just chops one of its heads off i was like yeah. dude yes this guy is not messing around Oh shit! But this thing can but eat the a villain- human, and you have a sword that's like three feet long. May it best it's three feet long. That snake's yeah. neck had to have been like six or seven feet around. You're yeah, not I cutting through it with that. one slice. That villain was essentially oh, scar from the Lion King, <laughs> <laughs> which is which is also a little weird. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Ian. Go ahead. No, you're good. I was just gonna say what. The other part that got me frustrated is like the first two challenges I thought were super interesting and really added to like this character and like the development and this whole idea of kind of what this clan is about. And then they just throw them into a snake pit for the last one. Yeah, that's not Not a challenge. That's are the snakes hungry today or not? Well, then they yeah. turn out to be fucking mystical snakes. They can fucking read your heart. Like, oh, I'm a nice person that has no rage and I'm honest. What the fuck is going on? Like, and then, of course, we have and all they're doing is here's the snakes. Here's this big shit that's unbelievably in magic and whatever. Hey, guess what? We also have a fire stone that can set fucking shit on fire with your mind if you hold it. But it doesn't hurt you at all. The fuck is going on I, in this movie? I was also a little confused as like the the moral standards of some of these characters, right? Like the, the whole clan was like, you only kill if you have to. And then they like definitely don't try to not kill people all the time. They like go over to the Yakuza's little base and they have that fight in the alley. And yeah. Tommy's just skewering people left and right. I'm like, oh, okay, so we we don't mind killing people. Yeah. Tommy and Akiko both, she's throwing out like those extendo fucking blades and just murking people. Yeah. Yeah, they killed like a lot yeah. of people. Which like I was so okay many with. People. But- don't claim you're going to try not to if you're actually going to. Just yeah. own that shit. No, I'm with you, Ian, though. Like, those first two challenges were, like, the first one had a unique ending. The second one was basically the dude was on shrooms. So that's always yeah. interesting. I'm not sure if that's really a challenge either. Uh, and then the third line is just, here's some giant steaks. And then, like I mentioned when I was doing the intro role and I go through the cast in this, like, the fuck is Peter Mensa doing in this fucking movie? He's blind master, by the way. Like, why yeah. Yeah. he's blind this- everyone else isn't blind we know you're a black dude what are you doing here in japan yeah like why is this this random fucking black american dude that has weird eyes and can't see but can tell if you're lying can't or not? See. like but like yeah can't I, see. fucking weirdest shit 
I, why? Other it's than the fact location, that he... Javier. Okay, <laughs> that's how he knew that there was people around. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Bing. 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 <laughs> when he said he's when he said I count twenty, I was like, okay, like yeah, I, fuck. Maybe we should all be blind. Yeah. <laughs> All the scene with the trainer dude with the cup hard master, you know, but hard master. Yeah, yeah, I thought that's what it was. That's such a terrible, anyway, terrible name. Yes, what does that mean? Anyway, uh, you know what it means. Yeah, of course, that's his that's his secret. He's always hard. Yeah, (laughs) thanks for my answer. Anyway, dude can. That's what I was going to say, where when the, the bad guys show up and he's just meditating, Nicole leads over. She's like, why did they do that? Why don't they just kill him right now? Like, why did, why is why is everyone just letting each other finish meditating? But anyway, toss that out. Toss that very good point to the side. That fight scene was, I think, probably one of my favorites. Yeah. yeah. I have to question this clan's ability to train its members, though, because literally everybody died. But the main characters, like the whole place was uh, just wiped out. They had a sunstone. I have a fire jewel. Yeah. What would you do, Ian? <laughs> well, there's a part where like they they walk in, they blast a couple people, and then they got all the Yakuza's with the katana and they start fighting on a bridge. And it's like, why would you even like chance losing people if you have this fire rock? Like, why is there a sword fight in the middle of this? Just wipe them all out. Uh, it's Japan, dude. That's why. Like honor. Honor, the, ba- this, it's the bad guy honor. didn't really he honor. didn't really care that much. He was willing to zap his own dude with the fire stone just to prove it worked. I was like, he could have zapped like like a, a pillar or anything. He <laughs> killed one of his own dudes just to prove it worked. <laughs> no one even flinched. They're like, well, it's just a Tuesday with the Yakuza. Light people on yeah. fire. Actually, it was a Saturday. Okay. Like these, yeah, things we'll only, these things only happen on the weekend. Like you never have this big of a battle on a Tuesday. Yeah, they've got their nine to five on Monday, so we gotta get yeah. we gotta get this weekend warrior shit over with by Sunday <laughs> afternoon. You know, I'm not gonna lie, that brings up a good point. Like I find myself so often in these movies where there's like mobsters and gangsters and criminals and shit that end up like killing their own people so willy nilly. I'm like, why the fuck would you join up with these people? Like. Seriously, like, I realize that there's real criminals out there and shit like that, but I have a hard time believing that they just randomly kill someone in their crew. Like, it's just so irresponsible. One, you're down a man. Two, and in this case, you don't because it it incinerated the body. But if you kill someone, you got to do something with that body. It doesn't just go away except in jail. You just just leave it there and it'll it'll eventually just go away. Yeah. We maybe don't know about the performance review that happened between the two of them. He's like, look, you're at, the, you're at the bottom of the totem pole. And then he was like, I'm holding a fire jewel. I need to fire this guy. So he literally fired. Literally. Him. Oh, God. It's <laughs> a joke I was going to make. Except I was like, what kind of benefits package is that? Jeez. <laughs> you you got to compete with other mafia, right? And if everyone knows that the Yakuza lights you on fire, then I'm going to go to a different mafia with a yep. better 401k package. You know, yep. this movie was crazy. We're, I, clear, it, we're clearly running out of things to talk about. Well, <laughs> it just. Oh, I, I haven't think, even gotten started on the movie. Oh, Ian, what's oh, next? No. Ed? I want to hear it. I've never seen you that passionate about being pissed at a movie. <laughs> I've been waiting to bring it up, but the motorcycles drove me nuts. There was as uh, much like yeah, the. Like, 
like flips on a moving motorcycle at like what is that like he was driving while sitting on it backwards had his hand around behind him with the accelerator and striking oh it was so stupid like just jump on the the what do you what are you trying to tell me ian that i can't jump off of something moving 50 miles an hour and then land on it going 50 miles an hour specifically a vehicle that is based on balance i'm a ninja (laughs) I'll say this, like it had the F9 logic going on on this movie because that's the only way it made sense. Well, and I love Yeah, that's hard to argue. There's a part where, you know, when the bad guys are coming in their cars and then I can't remember if it's Storm Shadow or Snake Eyes, but one of them shoots the the car and it does the flip, right? And I Mm -hmm. started trying to reflect and I think that's the only time any character in this movie shot something and hit it. That's fair. Uh, Scarlet from G.I. Joe, she was she mowed down a whole bridge oh, full of bad guys. That's true. I forgot about Scarlet. Yeah, but that defense, she did Scarlet just like spray and pray. Just well, yeah. And that was after she like jumped on a roof that was like and she was like six feet away from like four guys with guns, and all of them just unloaded and missed her completely. Oh, and or when the um, baroness the baroness point blank at Yeah. yeah. I was like, can I tell you what annoys me? I don't know that it actually happened in this movie, but I was watching a movie the other night. I don't even remember what it was, but somebody was running away and they shoot a gun and they're running up like a a ladder or something and there's some metal around them. And it irritates the shit out of me when you have someone that's trained in firearms or should be shooting a weapon. They miss, but hit a fucking like stairway rail that's like an inch around. And they're running up this thing, but they can't hit the fucking human being that's right next to the metal rail. Come on. Just fucking have them miss everything. Stop having the bullets land next to them in an unreasonable way. I hate that shit. Anyway, that was my side rant for this episode. Okay, I've got one more really quick one, and I think this was okay. my biggest beef. And I think I told JJ about it last night. But So you are going through. It's basically like towards the end of the fight scene. You got the fire rock dude against G.I. Joe, Baroness. They like line up to have this like final battle, right? And their plan is to grab a bunch of dynamite, throw it in a cart, attach some ropes to it, and pull it towards the fire guy so he blows himself up when they should have just like shot it. They have, uh, anyways, you know what I'm saying? Like, am I crazy? Yeah. Is that Scarlet has a crossbow and a gun, and she can hit people apparently. Yeah. But but he didn't do. know that there was fireworks in there when he was blowing up the cart. He knows everyone oh, else's gun. Also, his his son Rock is a shield. We learned oh, yeah, that yeah, when yeah. they tried to shoot him. Yeah, shooting oh. him doesn't work because this the shield. So instead oh, I didn't even catch that like that. Yeah. I thought people were just missing. <laughs> no, there's like one moment where every person that had a gun that was shooting at him like would have hit him if it weren't for like the instant sunrock shield that apparently he didn't even yeah. know about because his face afterwards he like looks like oh this thing just saved my life i'm like oh fuck off this is so terrible yeah, yeah. i must have missed that because i was busy rolling my eyes <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, I've never seen Ian this salty about a movie. It's so funny. Uh, um, also, so what, one of my main critiques about their defenses were that they, the way that they defended their walls was they had two lasers that were like six, six inches tall in a, in a world of ninjas. 
I just can't see that being a, an effective means of defense. We just like hops right over him. And he well, doesn't. He, like on the second th- one, he clearly doesn't jump over it. Yeah. And they're just like, yep, he made it. I'm like, no, he didn't. I saw, I saw him not make it. <laughs> What's the logic with like he jumps over him and then goes up to him and shorts him out with some like electronics like why not just hit the laser if that's what you wanted to happen yeah and the and the shorting amount yeah. triggers the alarm anyway <laughs> like yeah what was the yeah. point exactly i and is so the stupid what kind of protocol is when the alarm goes off we run to the safe and we open it that is yeah, <laughs> that is the defense protocol <laughs> same fucking thing and then we get all relieved it's safe well, it's not actually because you just opened it. <laughs> because now it's or, open. Or the fact that when he goes to steal the actual fire drill, I'm like, if this thing has this much destructive power, why do we not have like 10 guys around it? Or if you're going to go to this great length to secure with a blood DNA, maybe put up a, a put up a gun in there or have some motion sensors or anything. Like it just seemed all too easy to me. Yeah, no yeah, alarm was triggered when he took the rock. Not a single bit. Yeah, they they didn't think anyone was ever going to be able to. They should have taken the Wonder Woman Amazon approach and built a building that would collapse and yes. just stick Amazon Absolutely. Like, you don't need to get fancy with technology. Technology will screw you because obviously exactly. you can just short it out. Just line it instead of like all those dragon statues, line it with like 18 ninjas on each side and their job's just to stand there. Obviously, you can stand there still and survive three snakes thinking you're, they're going to eat you. So why can't you just stand in this building? Or the F9 family in there. Like, nothing is getting past that. <laughs> right. I want to know if, if this this clan for the last, as they said, 600 years just threatened people left and right. Like, look, we could just incinerate you. So you're going to pay us this money and we're not. And that's what they've been saying for the long They're just straight bullying people. No, Sorry, because you know, they'll you never imagine. use it. What? I've just been having, I've been over laughing my ass off because all I can think about when you said is like, you know, those signs that you have like on your house when you have an alarm system like protected like by UDA or whatever. Oh, yeah. Protected you wear by a Vin Diesel. Like, no, it just protected, says protected by, by family. By family. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can see. I lost it. Sorry. Whew, that was funny. All right. Let's wrap up yeah, on no. a good note because I did want to talk about the fact that we talked about it in the spoiler free and that is. That Storm Shadow, the guy that plays Storm Shadow or this Tommy character, he fucking was fun to watch. Like, I just oh, wanted he, to watch yeah. him and Henry Golding do a buddy ninja movie. That shit would have been epically good. Like, I enjoyed the two of them on screen raging out together and then, like, getting to know each other. Like, even the moments, like, where there seems like they're solidifying their friendship and shit. Like, I enjoyed the hell out of those two. And then you throw in Akiko, the head of security, and it was just like this trilogy from heaven that I just want to watch a full movie that doesn't involve snakes and lack of physics. So I think I that's why that. I didn't love the whole like the whole line of double agent crossing because because I, I think that would have been a good movie if you just kept it real simple that he helped he saved his life from the yakuza the guy welcomed him in and then this clan is at war with the yakuza or some other clan and so the whole movies around their like exploits and that right i think that would have been you simplify it would have been a cool movie absolutely and at some at yeah. some point at the end there's a betrayal or something happens or it didn't go as well and that's where there's you know this epic cuz they're i mean they're one of the best parts of the gi joe cartoon is 
the Storm Shadow Snake Eyes, they're always fighting each other because they have that vendetta against each other. And I just, Mm -hmm. I'm with you, Javier. I think they could have simplified this story and had those two actors carry this movie through, do some cool action that's believable, like John Wick nitty gritty fight scene shit that makes sense in the shadows for ninjas instead of like... Mm -hmm. Everybody in Japan knows where that fucking compound is. Like, (laughs) so anyway, worse ninjas. And then I did get irritated at the end, like when Storm Shadow says, "You promised me your life, and the next time I see you, I will take it." Why wait? Yeah. Also, that's that's not what he meant. It was. It was. That's not what he meant. He was like, "Yeah, I, I would give you my life because you know you're my brother or whatever." And he was lying just so he could get your blood but like yeah why wait hey well a that's not what he meant and b why wait just stab him right now who's gonna stop you oh shit obviously grandma's not gonna stop you like she doesn't care they this dude just lost them their compound and they really quickly forgive him and give him a cool suit oh yeah and just keep letting this dumbass back in the clan like what the fuck morons anyway this movie frustrated (laughs) me jj let's end on a good note fucking morons but then i well couldn't said, help JJ. it it's just, it just there was so much that there was like at its core this movie could have been fantastic but then they shit on it by going over the top like i'm and this i think i'll sh- I'll jump on your bandwagon don't go crazy javier but i think this is a product of marvel because they can do crazy shit and people still buy into it and i do i love the marvel movies for the most part i enjoy them but I don't want everything to be marvelized. I like realistic nitty gr- mm-hmm. like gritty movies too. And this is not a movie that should be over the top and silly. This is a movie that could have been really good, but they just fucked it up by just overdoing parts that just didn't need to be overdone. There's my final rant. Anything yeah. else for any? I agree. Guys? I especially agree with the part where you said Marvel is shitty. <laughs> I never said that. that that's like saying the snake eyes told Storm Shadow he could actually kill him and give up his life. I yeah, never said it was shitty. Also, some advice for all of you: don't do blood packs with people. What if that dude had an STD or other bloodborne illnesses? You don't cut your hand open and rub it against someone else's open wound. What? Yeah. Anyway, I'm not yeah, getting any blood packs that. with you guys. Gross. I'll sign a contract though. I might pass out. Like if you like cut your hand and be like, "Hey, oh," and I'm done. Like I just fall over. Yeah, and no. he just rakes his hand across his katana. I'm like, "Your hand is gone now. Those things are super yeah. sharp. It cut through a chain twice. You lost your fingers yeah. when you did that. <laughs> so stupid, gross. All right, you guys ready? Okay, to rate I'm this ready. Thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do it. If it's your first time listening to us, we rate our movies on a zero to five scale. Zero being absolute garbage. Five being a fantastic movie. All right, Javier, welcome back to the world of podcasting after a nice vacation for you and Mr. Marvel. Start us off with your rating for Snake Eyes. Okay, I'm going to give this a 1.5. I'm going to give this a 1.5. Yeah, Um, I think it deserves some, you know, I got to give credit where credit is due in the sense that it's better than the last G.I. Joe movies. And the acting was really, really good. But like we said before, doesn't matter. They were given a bad plot line, bad script, bad story. So didn't help. But I like I won't I won't take away from these actors. Like I'd see them in other stuff. So uh, 1.5. I'm I'm I can't imagine a world where I watch this again. So ah uh, yeah, not watching this again. 
1.5 no watchy watchy. All right, Matson, you ready? Yeah, so I've been thinking about this all. I watched this movie on Friday. I've been debating between a 1.5 and a 2. I am definitely going 1.5 for sure. Um, I think we've said a lot about this movie. That one thing that ticked me off is this is an action movie at its core. It was hard for me to focus on the action because of the shaky camera angles. I was a little bit confused by the storyline and where everything was going. Again, I didn't know a ton about Snake Eyes. I just, we've seen so many movies lately that I feel like start strong, but man, they just lose their luster, like not even halfway through the movie. I would say like a third of the way through. And then I'm just watching it because, see, but then you're just, Every time these movies end, I'm asking myself when the when the director like put it all together, how do they feel good about this movie? They're like, oh, everyone's gonna love this movie. They're gonna watch a ton. I think sometimes they just think we're all suckers and that they know we're gonna come anyway, because we have nothing better to do with our lives. There's so many better things out there that we can watch. You want to go watch a good action movie? Go watch. Well, watch John Wick for the action. If you want something with dialogue. That's not that movie, uh, but there's so many other things. But again, I think it just comes back to 1.5 for me. I will not see this movie again. Again, this movie is just a classic case for me of they had a strong story towards the beginning, but like many movies we've seen, they try to throw too much in to keep us captivated in an audience when less usually means more. So directors out there, give me less, focus on the core storyline. And like we've said, I think this movie would have been a lot better. Well said. Ian. Yeah, so I've been trying to think of how to put this in words. And I think that this movie had all the feeling and liveliness and power as those wimpy electric bikes, man. Because <laughs> it was just rough. Like, yeah. And I had a problem with the... I felt like there was a couple of times at the characters made decisions that just didn't fit. Like, you're telling me you went your entire life trying to get revenge from this guy who killed your dad. And when you finally meet him, you find out he works for Cobra and that's a reason not to kill him. So I just stuff like that, where they, if they went, they tried to do too much. They would have kept it simple, not trying to overdo it with the action, with the little plot twists and extra information um, on these characters. It could have been really good. I'm going to go with a one. Um, yeah, I'm watching White House Down and Olympus Has Fallen before I'm watching this movie. So, <laughs> me too. Ian, we have so much yeah. in common. We're agreed. How about that? I'm just keeping all three of them off my radar. I got one more for you, Ian. One more bad character decision is uh, Tommy is the last of his bloodline because he refuses to knock up a chick, I guess, and then is the front line for any mission. Any any time yeah. you have to leave these walls, right. it is Tommy going out. The last of his right. bloodline, the last of the leaders of the clan. I'm like, that just doesn't seem like a good idea. It's because yeah. it's because all the other guys are snake fodder. So that's what they're there for. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's a fair point. It's good birth control. I'm not going to have a kid because I might have to feed it to a snake when he's an adult. Yeah, that's point. it. Can you just opt say. out of that? Or has everyone in that compound gone through that? No, everybody got through it. Apparently, can you imagine like going through these challenges, right? Like facing death, 20% pass rate, and then your job is to stand guard. What a disappointment. <laughs> I thought that thing about, about Snake Eyes when the Yakuza boss is like, you're a great fighter, come work for me. And then it cuts to a scene of him like cutting a fish open and sticking Cut a single Uzi in there. <laughs> 
I could use a guy like you. Here's the biggest fish on the planet. Put an Uzi in it and throw it in some ice. Yeah. That's yeah. What? This is a one because even when it's time to rate it, I can't stop talking crap on it. Yeah, no <sighs> shit. All right. Uh, God, I hate movies that give me a taste of something that I would really enjoy and that I want and then wraps it up in this really shitty over done package and it's just becoming more and more common however it's still better than space jam and it's still better than f9 so i can't completely and utterly shit on it there were moments probably a third of the time in this movie that i was actually entertained it wasn't the moments that most people would say with all the action and the fighting it was the moments of reflection and the the cool acting between Henry Golding, who I just love, like he's one of my favorite characters, even though he's an asshole in The Gentleman. Like I love his part in that mm-hmm. movie. He's a great actor. He's if, you, if you've never seen the movie Crazy Rich Asians, he's really good in that, too. Um, I like him a lot, and I was really excited to see him as one of my favorite characters from G.I. Joe. The movie doesn't pay off, though. It's too overdone. It's too unrealistic. Snakes, weird motorcycle jumps, all sorts of shitty fight scenes that are just overdone and a pincushion truck with samurais that only got one blow in um seriously like 35 swords in that fucking truck and only one of them made contact yeah it's just there's so many unrealistic things that are just out of control and a fire rock to go with it i'm gonna give this movie a one and a half because it is better than the last few that i've given one but it's not much better and i won't watch this movie again because it makes me sad and i Hope that they don't make any more G.I. Joe Origins. They just give up on G.I. Joe because they obviously can't pull that shit off. Paramount just can't figure it out. So let it go. You're not going to figure it out. So, yeah, one and a half for me. I'm not doing it again. So there we go. With that, let's move on from this movie. What's up? You got me worried, JJ. You got me worried that I rated Space Jam or uh, Fast 9 higher than this. Ooh, yeah, that does scare me. I didn't realize that you did that because Fast oh, Nine was in. a dumpster fire. Have some standards. <laughs> I don't even remember. Right. I don't even remember. I think no, I gave Space Jam a one. Yeah, I hated it too. It was bad. I was gonna watch it, and then I saw what you guys rated it, and I was like, oh, never mind. Last time I made that mistake was watching that zombie movie with uh, oh, Dave yeah. Bautista. Um, I was like, I really wish I didn't watch this movie. (laughs) So bad. We've we've had a strong. I'm hoping. Okay. I'm hoping. Next week's movie. Still water. I'm really hoping. Come on, Matt Damon. Honestly, like I would say that I like the majority of Matt Damon movies. I do. Yeah. We bought a zoo. Born. Oh, that's that's a great movie. I forgot about that movie. Yeah, the Born Trilogy is good. Yeah. I I forgot about that movie. That's it's a great, great that's a cute movie. I watch that movie all the time. I even, we bought a zoo. Even watch that, well, <laughs> that one where he got shrunk, you know? That one wasn't bad. I've never seen that one. I mean, it wasn't good, but like, yeah. It's it seemed like it was like, yeah, I don't know. It wasn't it wasn't crazy good, but it wasn't no, bad. But it was interesting. It yeah, was interesting. Good, good con- interesting it was, concept. It was interesting. He's also, oh, yeah. in, he's also in that great wall, right? I've never seen that because I thought oh. that, that was a weird mix. But, oh, uh, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, you should. That one's bad. That's like, oof. That one had some whitewashing criticism, too, right? Because it's true. Like, yeah, your main characters are a white man and a Hispanic gentleman. Well, it's better than F9, where they their main Hispanic gentleman is not Hispanic. It's true. 
That's fair. At least they're not pretending like he's Asian. Could you imagine if they put Matt Damon on there? They're like, look, he's Japanese or he's Chinese or whatever. They <laughs> How insulting would that be? But F9 yeah. does it and everyone's just like, oh, okay, whatever. Well, and F9 Fuck has no explanation for it. At least, at least with Great Wall, I guess they do explain that these guys are like roaming mercenaries. So that's why they're there. And I guess it's two white guys and a Hispanic gentleman. I forgot that his like mentor is a white dude too. Anyway, yeah. So I am looking forward to Stillwater though. I really have high hopes for that because he plays serious roles very well to me usually. So I'm hoping. With that, do check out. We got some exciting movies coming in August. Check out our website to find out what those Free are. Free guy. Free guy. I'm so excited. It's coming out in August. It is. Yeah, check that out. You can also find us at uh, all the socials. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all at What's Our Verdict. Love to interact with you. Hit us up. Love to have those conversations. And uh, let us know if there's a movie you want us to watch. We appreciate all of your support. And for you tuning into this episode, we'll catch you on the next one. Bye-bye now. Cinemagic out.